You're listening to I Watch That, a podcast about all things movies, TV, and pop culture. If you like what you hear, share this with your friends. We hope you enjoy and look forward to discussing more in today's episode. What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to a special episode of I Watched That. So I'm Ethan. And this is Alex. It's episode number, I think it's seven? 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 Eight? Something like that. Who even knows? Who even right. I honestly lose track every single time. I lose track time, every okay. single time. We're not even in double digits, <laughs> and I lose track. So today we have some special guests. So We have two amazing, amazing new friends of ours from a wonderful podcast called Hallmark Remarks. We have Emily and Sophie with us. Say hey, guys. Oh, we're so, so we're so excited about this collab that we're doing. But before we get started, can you guys just introduce a little bit about yourselves? Give us a little bit about your podcast, and if anyone were to check out your podcast, which we'll definitely link in the description of this episode, tell us a little bit about what you guys review, why you review it, what you watch. Give us all of the yeah. updates. That's a lot, Emily. Do you want to speak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emily. Um, I like long walks on the beach and Hallmark movies, uh, both of which are actually true. But no, I live in um, just south of Richmond, Virginia, and um, Sophie and I are friends because I am her brother's ex-girlfriend. So that's really, <laughs> that's how we, <laughs> that's Nobody how is going to be able to see my face, but the face I just made, that's so that's how funny. We came, that's like how we became friends, and um I don't even remember like when we broke up, but Sophie and I have been friends for a couple of years now at this point. So um, that's how <laughs> we know March each other. And of 2019, yeah, 2021. Street. Yeah, something like that. So we've <laughs> we have a very unique friendship. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we we started uh, doing this podcast was because we both love Hallmark and have a yeah. have a, a knack for <laughs> mm-hmm. critiquing them, pretty much. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. it. Um, so I'm Sophie. I'm Emily's um, ex-boyfriend's sister. <laughs> 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 I really had to think about that. I was like, how do we, how do we know each other? Um, <laughs> yeah. So funny story. We, when they were still dating, um, did a couple of Facebook lives where we reviewed Hallmark movies oh, and ooh. just were cracking up at like just the terribleness of what we had just watched. So funny. Um, and they were so good that um, her boyfriend at the time, my brother, was like, you guys should do a podcast. So, <laughs> thanks, Roger. That's his idea. Um, thanks, Roger. Greatest story ever. Yeah, I love I it. I love it's, And so the first I'm movie, like, how Hallmark of us. I know. You know what I mean? Like, how Hallmark. Yeah. That, it sounds like, like that something out of a Hallmark movie. In the story. Really yeah. The first exactly. movie that we reviewed, ironically, was not a Hallmark movie. And um, okay. we watched it at Sophie's house, like, one weekend. And it was so bad, like she said, that we had to, like, do a Facebook live talking about it 20 minutes of us just talking about how bad it was and then that was the first movie we officially reviewed on our podcast that was our first episode we were like we gotta bring it full circle so um, that's kind of how it started it was a Netflix movie yeah. yeah, so um like I said I'm Sophie. I Alex and I, we actually work together yeah, we at do. Liberty University. So um that's how we know each other. And um and I've been working there for I think like a decade at this point. And oh um God. I am a single mom. I adopted my daughter through foster care um this last March. So uh Ooh. nine months ago? Yeah. Nine months ago? Yeah. So yeah. um really fun. And yeah, I basically went to Emily and said that I wanted to legit do the podcast that we had kinda talked about for a while. Mm-hmm. Um we started it last summer, so it's a little over a year old for us. 
And um, we always say that we review Hallmark or Hallmark-esque movies. <laughs> yeah. So nice. rom-coms totally fit in there. Um, Lifetime movies, mm. uh, Netflix movies, that kind of thing. And they're not just holiday movies, but we yeah, are yeah. in holiday oh, movie yeah. season right now. It's my now. mom's yeah. favorite yeah. season. It's coming. It is. We're in well, it. Tell your mom to, to listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even Halloween. My mom doesn't even listen to our podcast. So that's, she... <laughs> Mine doesn't either. Mine doesn't listen to if ours. If she listens so. to ours instead of yours, ooh. That would be so funny. <laughs> Goals. But yeah, we're, I'm excited to be here. I'm like nervous, excited. I've never been yeah, interviewed no, is, on anybody else's podcast. No, uh, <laughs> well, well, it'll be a good time. Well, just so you guys know, our listeners are very aware of this. Our roommate do be staying lawn doing laundry while we record episodes. Yeah. So but it's okay. Are, <laughs> it's all right. It just it's just coincidental. I, and it's like, always, it's, okay. it's kind of it's homey at this. Heavenly point. Father's testing us. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father's testing us. <laughs> that's from Under the Banner of Heaven. A show we, that we I've only seen one episode, one episode and that's <laughs> that's the thing we took away from it. So <laughs> yeah, we love watching things, and we wanted to know like other than some Hallmark movie movies maybe, or it could be all Hallmark movies. Um, what are some of your favorite movies that you guys enjoy watching? Like a top top three, maybe. Yeah. Do you have any on um, your brain? Well, top. So I have two that are perpetually tied for number one okay. slot for me. Um, and I say that because I quite literally cannot pick between the two of them. Um, Remember the Titans and Pride and Prejudice. Oh. Two very oh. different movies. Yeah. But, um, Remember the Titans, I watch every time I watch it, there's a new thing I learned about it, and I think I've watched it 50 times, so mm-hmm. wow. either I'm really dumb or just so profound. <laughs> um, but... I am a huge football fan, so I love it for that reason, and I also, just the acting in it is phenomenal, the story is phenomenal, um, and it's kind of cool now living in Virginia, you know, having it be something that was only, mm-hmm. I think it mm-hmm. wasn't, like, outside of Richmond, right? Like, that it was set, or maybe in Richmond, anyway. Um, okay, well. <laughs> Sorry, we're not really <laughs> knowledge. It's been movie. so long since I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I end up, I don't even mean to, but I end up watching it right before football season starts. It just, mm-hmm. I happen yeah. to put it in, and then it gets me, like, excited for football season. Um, and the, and it's, like, a life goal to meet Denzel Washington. Um, but <laughs> I, and then Pride and Prejudice, because I just, I love that era. I love that style of movie. Um, if Bridgerton wasn't so raunchy, I would totally be, like, <laughs> into it <laughs> um, because of that. But I also love Keira Knightley, which I just discovered, love I'm not Keira kidding, Knightley. 20 minutes ago, that Emily freaking hates Keira Knightley. <gasps> <laughs> I don't like her. I, love, I don't know. Love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Word. So I good. Yeah. But, I mean, the way that Pride and Prejudice <laughs> makes me, I, I have seen that movie so many times. And I find Mr. Darcy completely ugly in the beginning of the movie and completely attractive in the end of the movie, no matter how many times I've seen it. Like, that's just cinematic gold at that point. Mm. Yeah. We love a, a, ma- a male character from the female gaze. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I remember when I was in AP literature in high school, we watched um, Pride and Prejudice after the exam because we had nothing to do. And so I remember... It was seventh period. I fell asleep for forty minutes during that movie. <laughs> took a solid nap. I took a solid nap. That's so disappointing. I know. Honestly. Maybe I can watch it again. But I did. I feel like Little Women was very similar in a way. I love maybe style wise, and I enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. Little Women well, made me cry. With the new Ryder? one. The new one. Yeah. yeah, the newer oh. one. Saoirse Ronan. I haven't Florence seen that one. Pugh. 
That one. I'm it's good. It's, it's good. I usually don't see yeah. movies other than comic book movies twice, but I saw Little Women twice, and it was that good. <laughs> I love Little Women. That's amazing. Time's still delivered. I'm yeah, have to watch I it. enjoyed that Little Women version, but I think people who know the Little Women storyline mm-hmm. really enjoyed that one. If you don't know, sure. it, okay, my child, she was sure. like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll have to give Pride and Prejudice a little a little rewatch. I'll bring it into the office for you. Perfect. <laughs> no one, you didn't mention how our offices are right next door to each other, so we're constantly Literally, talking about all the newest things. If our doors things. are open, <laughs> if the doors are if open, if our doors are open, Alex will yell. Is that the new Taylor Swift album? <laughs> Wait, I was just about to ask. Like, did you partake in the Jonas Brothers back and forth? Uh, and so, like, well, oh, that's when I remember. first started working. We started working together, and you had that Jonas Brothers sign on your door. And was it the day after the concert or the before or? It was after. It was after. I, I, the 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 sign literally said, "I went to the Jonas Brothers concert." Um, and that's all I want to talk about. So if you yeah. walk in these in this door, like that's when I'm be prepared. Leave me alone, otherwise. And that's yeah. when I was like learning my footing with the office that we work at. So I didn't know like if I could like intrude to be like, oh my gosh, tell me how it was. So I never did. <laughs> I remember seeing pictures of the signs that she put up, and I was like, okay, first of all, really clever, like really, really well written, and also I was like, oh, I really want to know everybody else's reactions. Like, didn't people like type? back and forth to you and like played jo- you played the music or something yeah they had stuff on their doors yeah and yeah everyone like, copied you that like, day i, I, I that. did not <laughs> i did not go to the jonas brothers concert so you can walk in and have a normal conversation with me like that's what one person <laughs> trendsetter you are that's amazing just wait until she decorates for christmas the cubicle oh like the door contest right? no she had a good christmas door last year oh yeah i did did and you I win lost. you I'm lost so mad about it no, I lost. Yeah, that's right. It was the it was a gingerbread house. It was that's a straight up gingerbread house. It was good with the with my door being the door to it. It was really good. Um, yeah. and it was Christy who won because she did like Winter Wonderland through a window. Mm. Whatever. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't win. I just put my door in wrapping paper. That was it. <laughs> Simple and effective. I love. But that. anyway, Emily, tell us some of your kind of favorite movies. I also have a lot of favorites, so I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of like nostalgia wise Mm -hmm. one of my favorites is definitely princess bride i used to watch that all the time when i was younger and that's another one that like as i've gotten older and watch it the humor is different to me and i just like pick out different things that i'm like oh my gosh that's actually like really hilarious and i pick up on Mm -hmm. little things um it's ironic that sophie and i literally just reviewed a christmas movie on our channel because it is october 25th and it's not even Halloween. <laughs> and I love Halloween. I love scary movies mm-hmm. and like spooky movies. Um, so I guess like whatever season I'm in, I'm like, okay, that's the type of movie that I want to watch right now. And one of my favorite scary movies, because it genuinely terrifies me, is Insidious, like one and two. Those are so scary. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But like, if I'm thinking overall, it's definitely like Princess Bride. I love Dirty Dancing. I'm a theater kid. So like any. Me too. Yes, let's go. Um, So, like, Dirty Dancing I love, like, great choreography. Um, I genuinely do really love Hocus Pocus because it's just horrible and, (laughs) like, it makes it good. Um, So, yeah, those are a couple that I can right off the top of my head be like, okay, I used to watch this as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, obviously, like, I was a musical theater kid and a Disney kid, so, like, (laughs) hand in hand. I'm, like, put on, like, Tangled and I'm... Tangled or Princess and the Frog, and I'm done for. I'm like, I'm sitting and watching this 
don't care what else I don't think you realize it, but you and Ethan have two core personality traits (laughs) that you are just discovering (laughs) right now. Are you an Enneagram 7? No, actually. I'm a one-wing two. Okay. That's that's fair. Sophie and I are both Because me and Emily are, we're both Enneagram 7s, so that Mm -hmm. is part of the ridiculousness. I know. It's true. That's my wing, so. Period. 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 What did you think of Hocus Pocus 2? I haven't seen it yet, actually. So oh, my, oh, uh, Alex I, hasn't either. I love Hocus Pocus. I, Alex was asleep. I like the first yeah, I fell asleep it. during it. So I mean, so I, but I've heard mixed reviews. Like I obviously really want to watch it. Um, I the re- this is my personality in a nutshell. Like the reason I haven't watched this movie is because I can't remember my Disney Plus login, and I just can't be bothered to figure it out right now. So I that happened um, to me in Hulu. <laughs> like I'll figure it out eventually. Um, but the first one I love because again, it's nostalgic. I think it's yeah. like. Mm-hmm silly and like i think it's funny that everybody's like i like i can admit that it's not a good cinematic mm-hmm. like movie it's just a nostalgic movie well, that's good yeah. like <laughs> i just really enjoy it for that reason i i call them taco bell movies like you know they're not good for you but you still love to have them every now and then this is very every true. once in a while it's like a little treat yeah yeah why not <laughs> yeah you were saying spooky movies are like some of your favorite. Have you watched any recently? Because we just watched Halloween Ends. Oh, I was going to mention another. Well, it wasn't. A, it, and which other one? I was going to say, have you seen Barbarian? And Barbarian was pretty good. I really want to see Barbarian and Smile. Those are, I, <gasps> I want to go see Smile those. is great. Um, I, I just Smile. saw The Invitation, which mm. I I liked. because, But like, I mean, again, it's like I read a lot of fantasy novels and like, I loved yeah. Twilight, obviously. So I. Oh, I did too. <laughs> Core personality. So I know. I can admit it's bad, but like the invitation, I think it wasn't marketed well. I think mm. like it was it if it was marketed as like a vampire romance, I think sure. it would have done much better with reviews and like and like turnout. But on I'm on like the book side of TikTok and everybody on that side oh, is like talking book about yeah. book talk yeah they're talking about like the <laughs> fantasy novels and like they love this movie but it, they mm-hmm. like you wouldn't know that it was a vampire movie because it wasn't marketed as such but mm-hmm. I I also really like like Crimson Peak and um, those okay. style of okay. movies so it's like the okay. the dark like fantasy kind of spooky but not outward like scary movies but I do want to see Smile and I do want to see Barbarian those are on my list for sure if I had to choose between the two, we've talked about this before, but Barbarian, I think you would agree too, hopefully. I think that's the best horror movie oh, of yeah. the year. It's in my really? top ten overall. Yeah. And I it, don't like horror movies. Yeah. I've heard good things about both of them. I've heard, I've heard mixed about Smile, but good about Barbarian. And then yeah. um, it just came in my brain and I already forgot it. It'll come back to me. Oh, Invisible Man. I liked that <gasps> remake a lot with I Elizabeth. Love, that was really good that was the last movie i saw in theaters before covid Mm -hmm. oh my gosh it was i watched it like on hbo at home and i was so stressed i don't think i could have done it in the theaters it was so stressful but so so good yeah so sophie if you ever want to watch a scary movie those are great scary movies (laughs) (laughs) i mean i watched a quiet place in theaters like opening week that was good yeah that was a good part two have you seen part two no, and it's just because I haven't taken the time yeah, to. Sure. Um, but I wanted to I see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, like I wanted to see it with a full theater. Mm-hmm. Um, because because <clears throat> I had heard, obviously it's quiet. Um, so I had heard that ahead of time. And I was like, I kind of want to see like what it's like being in a theater 
like full of people yeah. where we're normally quiet for a movie we have to be like extra quiet because it's a mm-hmm. quiet movie yeah um <laughs> and at one point i'm watching it and it was when the baby starts kind of crying a little bit mm-hmm. and someone yells out shut the heck up <laughs> to the baby and I was like this is why I came um, yeah, I <laughs> this is why I'm here <laughs> I, I'm just thinking of how awkward I am in the movie theater when like the the trailers or like the previews have ended and then it's about to start but it's like that one quiet time in the middle and everybody's like slowly opening their snacks <laughs> like, I'm yes. like well pretend you're not here it's so quiet so I, c- yeah. I don't think I could have done a quiet place in the theaters because I would have been like I it's can't stressful. say anything yeah I, I remember breathe. the first I remember when I saw those I in theaters, it was, it was crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah um, don't watch it on an airplane. I tried that because oh. I was like, let me just try to watch a movie. And it was like, the quiet place, not a good idea. You said perfect. <laughs> I'm stressed about turbulence. Let me watch a movie. Oh, don't, don't recommend. I don't recommend. <laughs> it's so quiet and soothing and peaceful. It's great. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, turbulence the whole time. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I need a yeah. Disney movie. <laughs> Yeah. Like I, I remember the first one when I saw it in theaters. Like I went with my sister, and like the first noise happens, and everyone just screams. Like someone just popped out of nowhere because we had a full <laughs> theater, and I'm like, yeah. Ugh, yeah, yeah. It was a good time. I remember my first horror movie I saw in theaters. Um, I saw Woman in Black. If you've seen that, Emily, or yeah, yeah, I, I, saw that one. I watched like 30 minutes of it, and I said. I gotta go. Not for me. I left. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out. I said, I'm gonna head out. I'm good. <laughs> I thought, yeah. I saw that in theaters too. Um, I don't think that was one I watched outside of the theaters. It's one of those that I didn't really care to watch again. But I, I remember being stressed because for me, that was like the one of the first movies though that Daniel Radcliffe, like that I had seen Daniel Radcliffe in outside of Harry Potter. And I was very curious about like what his skills were outside of all of that. So I was, I was remember being like surprised and impressed by him i was like okay good you can do something outside of harry potter like i'm excited for you but i never watched it again so yeah i was like it was good it was all right yeah yeah it was kind of mid when i looked back on it later i was like oh it's okay it's average there's one movie that i remember as a child (laughs) like i went over my cousin's house one time and my uncle was watching house on haunted hill like on their big tv and i was Mm. like seven or eight and it terrified me. I saw like five minutes of this, like in passing. And of course I was like peeking around the corner because they yeah. said, this is scary, Emily. You're not supposed to watch this. And I'm like yeah. peeking around and the corner. And you still remember. I remember being terrified, but I want to watch it now at almost yeah. 30 to be like, was it really that scary or was I seven? Because I was genuinely afraid for a while. I like couldn't sleep. And I saw like five minutes of the movie, but um, the, I think that it was like, be, like on a t-shirt. Was it really that scary? Or, or was, was I, I seven? seven? <laughs> but it was, was uh, because I, I know there was like an original version of that movie, but this one was like the 1999, 98 or 99 version with um, Ali Larder and I think Tay Diggs was in it. But mm-hmm. I remember seeing a little bit of that and being like, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. But now I have to watch it to compare. Yeah. That's why it was <laughs> when. It's like paranormal activity. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my parents were gone and when I was a little kid and I turned on the TV and it was child's play on like one of the local yeah. tv stations and there was like a crazy doll running around and i remember i turned on the tv went to my room and i prayed <laughs> and i said i'm so sorry i turned on the tv i'm so sorry god i'm so sorry <laughs> please please don't let it come after me <laughs> i know 
That was one of those. <laughs> I prayed. That's one of those movies. I remember seeing part of that when I was younger too, and I just re- get so scared. I was like, Mom, I remember. I yeah. just saw this one part of the movie, and I just can't stop thinking about it. And she was like, Well, if you think about it, you're attracting evil. I'm like, Mom, no, that's not what you're supposed to say. <laughs> oh, no. No. oh I was goodness. Like, I can't. I, as a kid, I could not do scary movies. Yeah. There was one. You, you're a Disney kid, so maybe you would remember this. There was a Disney Channel original movie. It was like Phantom of the Cineplex Megaplex. or something like that. Megaplex or whatever. Yes. Yeah. I never watched that movie, but the commercials would come on, and I would have nightmares about the commercials. Like I, it, that I was still me for, am haunted by it. Don't look under the bed. Did you ever? Do you remember that? Disney I Channel remember movie? it, but I. I, I watched remember. that one. Twitches, none of that. Hate. No. Oh, I yeah, love Twitches. Twitches. So good. So good. I just love Tia and Tamara, but Don't Look Under the Bed for me was one of those first movies that I was like, I'm intrigued by this. Like, I, <laughs> I wasn't terrified of it, but I was like unsettled by it. And I would, yes, sleep with my covers over my head because that's what you're supposed to do in the movie to keep the boogeyman away. Yeah. But like, that was probably my my interest was forming of like, oh, that's obviously really bad makeup. It's not that scary. And then I just, <laughs> then now I've been a haunt actor for the past like eight years. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's cool. Okay. I love that. Love I know. That. Pipeline from don't look under the bed to being a scare that. actor. Yeah, literally. Gateway drug. Gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> Gateway. There's a thrill with doing that. Like being a scare actor can never be me. I've got some stories for that. Oh, sure. Stories um, for days. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Um, well, Emily, you mentioned that Twilight was your series, like movie series that you loved. Sophie, yeah. do you have a movie series that you loved? <laughs> High School Musical. Okay, yeah! no, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I love, no, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. From my theater days, I did High School Musical. And yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Yes. And so I, I actually still have PTSD to where I can't watch or listen to the first movie anymore. Mm-hmm. However, I love oh, so two and three. Like, I... Those all day. Yeah. Who were you in high school? I was Troy. He was Troy. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, I was Troy. <laughs> Obviously. Yep. Oh man, y'all's y'all's like um, intro music should have like get your head in the game. Bet like as on like it, the. Bet on it, bet on it. We should mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, bet on is the worst two. song in that entire franchise. <laughs> oh, it's. But the like dance watching that one? a grown man dance around a golf course is the worst. Amazing! <laughs> <laughs> we, he hit yeah. that water. No, so here's the thing. So I love like High School Musical and Camp Rock, right? Well, yes. Camp Rock is what my daughter's middle Camp school Rock. is doing for yes. the spring like musical uh-huh. play. Yes. Oh her, yeah. You you get Mitchy or you walk home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get. This. Yeah, you get Mitchie or you're not getting dessert and all, tonight. Well, and all of the kids were like, oh, Camp Rock, like, we should watch it. Because they hadn't watched it yet, which is lame. And most of them were like, oh, this this movie's really dumb. And you're I was dumb. Like, you don't deserve. You're dumb. That's what we're dealing with right now. But no, at the time Twilight was out, I was like, um, I don't know if Hunger Games and Divergent were officially out at the same exact time. But those were like the genre, mm-hmm. like those were the movies and books I went to yeah. while most people went towards Twilight. And yeah. I know they ended up both being very popular yeah. as well. Um, but somebody described Twilight to me the first time I heard about it. I said, well, what is it? <clears throat> and she was reading the book and she said, um, it's about a girl who's in love with a werewolf and a vampire. 
And I said, well, that sounds like the stupidest thing on planet Earth. So I did not read or watch it. <laughs> wow. You're not wrong. It was, it was, it was, it was really good. But that's okay. It was formative. <laughs> it was, it was. I watched the last movie. It was. Yeah, it was interesting. I remember before, before you changed the subject or whatever, when the Hunger Games part one or Mockingjay part one and two came out and that song, like, mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid. I would like walk around school like singing humming that song like I was like in district mm-hmm. 12 like I yeah. like you know like I was a problem yeah. you know well <laughs> divergent <laughs> I watch that now and I I divergent is my movie that I'm like ugh, I'm feeling like unmotivated I feel like mm, I want to like okay. get back into the gym or do something I watch divergent and I'm like I okay. am dauntless and I want to like <laughs> suddenly go take a boxing class or something or like go on a run which i don't do either of those so i'm like no well, so divergent the the book series is my fa- my favorite book series so good and wow. um i've talked about it for years that i love it and one of the things i love is the author's a christian and i didn't realize it until uh-huh. after i'd read huh. the series the first time that there's a lot that she she ties in a lot of christian themes in the sense of like when we walk away from our creator and we like try to control society like to fit our narrative here's what we get you Mm -hmm. know we get um we get unique people are a threat Mm -hmm. essentially and so anyway really cool well i've i've said that to my my family a bunch and um my parents recently decided to get it on audible and so they were like they drive together a lot they they road trip a lot and they got really into it and my dad is so ridiculous so he was like really into it whatever well and spoiler alert so like literally fast forward thirty seconds, um, homegirl dies in the end, mm-hmm. and I cried um, so trust. hard. I cried so hard. I was depressed for like a month. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Well, my dad like actually calls me, like picks up his phone and calls me to yell at me for <laughs> for suggesting a book series he'd get so into that he would <laughs> that he would like be mad in the end because she died. So anyway, wow. that killed wow. that's my divergent story. That killed me. I remember reading that during quarantine and i was like 2 a.m because i stayed up to read like it. sobbing and i was yes. uh, of course i was on pinterest one day and there was like a fan art and somebody was like oh it, it was like of them together in the end and, and everybody was like oh well that's really sad that that doesn't actually happen and i was like what and i had to finish the book and then that's how i found out i was like literally like holding back sobs because my roommate was in the, the yeah. hallway or whatever and i was like wow. <laughs> like traumatized and i was 28 years old when that happened so (laughs) (laughs) did you enjoy like the movie adaptations or do you obviously do you like prefer the book what do you first one did a good job yeah Yeah. and then it went downhill from there that's what i remember too finish they did not finish the movies yeah that's what it is because i was like yeah there's three three movies and three books, but the third one was supposed to be split up, but yeah. they lost so much money with that third one that they didn't have it didn't to make start. Yeah, right. yeah it was so different. I mean, I read the book before I saw the movie, um, the the last one, and so part of me was like, okay, good, I'm glad they didn't finish it because in the movies yeah. she's still alive. <laughs> um, but I I know I think that every time I'm like, you know what, it's okay, it's okay, she's <laughs> she actually still alive, still together. Um, yeah. But I I definitely like I think that yeah I agree I think the first book to movie was was pretty spot on and then like from that point the last movie compared to book was so bad but i still appreciate it because i'm like it's okay she's still alive you can still watch it because i remember watching the first movie and then i heard about the ending but never finished it surprise so yeah so (laughs) now i know i'm catching a theme hey hey (laughs) 
the movie did you I fall asleep. Like, is that what happened? No, the movie I did stay awake through, even though I did get a little tired, was the movie we were going to talk about today. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and Have you fallen asleep in a movie theater? No, I've been close. Okay. I... I have before. I'm just trying to remember the last time. Though. Not with you. I, I don't think I have. The last time I... I had a former... Remember, I definitively remember doing it was Independence Day Resurgence or something like that. It came out one summer. Sounds was, like something to fall asleep at. It was a week yeah. I was at a camp and we like yeah. went and I was like, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, So, Well, I had a former coworker who swore that the $15 it took to go see a movie was worth it because she would get like the best naps in during that time. <laughs> I was like, you need to what? figure your life out because that's expensive. Get a better pillow theater, or something. Yeah. If the theater in our town had those reclining seats, oh, it would probably I, happen. No, but that's game the ones over. That, but that's the ones that she would sleep yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those the are the best. Here, and I was like, it's not even a reclining. Yeah. Over the, uh, I wish good. we had recliners. There's a new theater in my hometown and it goes way back and I said oh my goodness this is getting, <laughs> it's getting crazy like we're going all I the way back the I love it I, I wish love it. we have the theater here that like you can order food and like drinks and stuff at um I've gone Alamo. to it yeah it's similar I think this is called Cinema Cafe or something yeah. um and I, mean, I have gone once and I think it was to see West Side Story and I actually <sighs> like I took advantage of the the, the meals and everything uh-huh. so I'm just imagining like that type of setting where there's like waiters and waitresses walking in and out of the aisle and then somebody's just like yeah. conked out taking a nap <laughs> like yeah <laughs> rude <laughs> those are like top tier experiences when we saw, we saw everything, um, everywhere. everything everywhere all at once at the alamo halfway through the movie i said <laughs> more popcorn please <laughs> like you write a note and I, like they I've go seen, yeah i've seen a couple movies at the alamo now yeah. and i love them yeah i think i got like an iced coffee one time i was like i'll take a latte <laughs> Ooh. Watching this movie. Um, so, Everything Everywhere All at Once. My brother made me watch it. Oh. Um, Emily's ex boyfriend. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> just gonna, I'm just going to slide that it's in every So silly. Um, so, so, Emily's ex boyfriend made me watch this movie, right? <laughs> and um, he, it, he said it's his like favorite movie, at least of this year, that's been made. He uh-huh. has seen it, I, I think, at this point, eight times. Oh my gosh. Um, my facial expression the whole time was like, <laughs> just okay. What was he doing that like and stare and watch at you throughout the big part, seeing if you enjoyed it? Uh, not really. Like he'll, okay. if we're all laughing, he might look around okay. or something. But no, he yeah. doesn't do that. That would, I would never watch a movie with him ever. <laughs> if that was me. Anyway. Um, but anyway, I'm in church. So that was months ago. I'm in church this past Sunday, and my pastor straight up uses that movie as a sermon point. I'm surprised your pastor saw that movie because that it's edgy. Movie. It kind of gets crazy. It's a little That's crazy. A, yeah, he was like, he was like, I'm still sanctified, but I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, That's so, crazy. Yeah. Great movie. We saw it, and then I had to go alone and experience it by myself for my own understanding Wait, of it. Yeah, he was. That's what I did. I, did I just thought of a favorite movie as you said yes. that, which ironically. Um, Sophie's brother, my ex-boyfriend, took me to see it the first time, and then I went and saw it again by myself in the theaters. Uh, Tenet. I love Tenet. that movie. Yeah. I've not seen it. I love... I've not seen it either. Is it Christopher It's so Nolan? hard to hear. It really is. In the, theater, it, like, in the movie. Yeah, like the audio is so crazy. I have never seen it outside of... I only saw it in the theaters, mm-hmm. but that's what I've heard. Like, 
from theater to to screen or whatever is like not very good audio but i think is that a it's christopher nolan right i think he did that film so i love like all of the batman movies that he's done like i love his style of directing and everything and and the picture and stuff um and you know robert pattinson's in it so (laughs) i thought it was good but i genuinely think it's a great movie and so Mm -hmm. i saw it one time in theaters with um roger he has a name everybody uh and then I went for myself <laughs> once because I wanted to see it again. It was so, so good. I love that. She also wanted to cleanse herself yeah. of, you know, the movie association. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So um, on our podcast, we recently had my mom, who's like P1. Like she like listens to every episode, yeah. probably the first person to listen to our episodes, like mm-hmm. super big fan. And um, mm-hmm. we had her on like a few weeks ago. And I introduced her as Emily's ex-boyfriend's mom. <laughs> I was like, hi, Peggy. <laughs> I haven't seen you since we broke up. Hi. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. It's all great. We're one big happy family. Great, yeah, it was a great episode. And, I mean, mom hears your voice every all single the time. week. So. I, her concern when we started this podcast, I think, didn't she say to you, like, just don't badmouth him. <laughs> Well, a movie that we have all recently seen, Emily saw today for the mm-hmm. first time. Mm-hmm. With, her ice latte. with her ice latte. No, not that today. <laughs> oh. Was Ticket to Paradise. And so it's George Clooney, oh, Julia Roberts reuniting. Um, and it... I don't even know where to start. So, <laughs> What movies have they done together before? I feel like I should have uh, known. Their that. most recent one was, was Love? Money Monster. Oh, I didn't um, see. It came out in 2016. Fun fact, because you know Ethan knows all. Uh, it, That's what we call him on here. Yeah, he I'm just Ethan has... the all-knower. I just have facts pulling <laughs> from it. Like, we'll so, be sitting at the apartment. Like, no one will be talking. And he'll just be like, did you know that like this happened on this date and that's why it's coming out next week? And I said, that's oh, I did it. I'm just like cooking I dinner. I know that actually. So for anybody who cares about the box office, Ticket to Paradise made $16.2 million uh, its opening weekend, which is exactly the same amount that Money Monster made on its opening weekend. So their audience really didn't grow Whoa. that much. <laughs> so it's the exact same yeah. Um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. What were your guys' initial... I think it's going to... I think it's, like, streaming really soon. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. not in yeah. theaters very long. Yeah. Universal's like, oh, yeah. it didn't open that big? Send it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight to mm-hmm. streaming. I My initial reaction... Yeah. I, I had never seen them... Since you a, have the freshest take. Yeah, literally. literally. I saw it <laughs> nine hours ago. Um, my... I really like Julia Roberts, and I really like George Clooney, and I had never seen a movie of them together... So I I liked them as co-stars and and the types of characters that they played like this divorced yeah. couple mm-hmm. who you know he made the joke he was like oh my gosh like the worst 25 years of my life and she was like we were only married for 5 and he was like yeah well then the last 19 <laughs> were recovery so yeah. it's like they're constantly ribbing at each other and I I also was thinking like oh my gosh julia roberts you get to go back to bali because like of eat pray love that's where she ended her journey there it's like oh she gets to go back um i i thought bali i love that it was set in bali because i thought it was beautiful Mm -hmm. and i've always wanted to go to bali and fun facts it was 
filmed in Australia. LOL. Or of like course. an island off of Australia. <laughs> well, I found that out today. <laughs> the fake Bali looked great. So, um, I, but I've always wanted to go to, go to Bali. Yeah, exactly. If that's what it looks like. Yeah, um, so I guess now I'll have to go to Australia. But yeah. I, I thought it was cute. And um, I, I did have like genuine reactions to it where I was like laughing with them. I thought their humor mm-hmm. with each other was really good. And obviously it's Julia Roberts and George Clooney. Like they're incredible. So, but like them together, it worked really well. And um, mm-hmm. I thought the storyline was pretty cute. Like it's, I feel like it's a storyline that maybe we would have seen on our, on our Hallmark movies, but just yeah. a little better. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. A lot yeah, better. Loved it. More money. More money. <laughs> yeah. Bigger yeah, name. I actually really liked it. Um, I saw it, <laughs> saw it with Emily's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I saw it with Roger. He has like the regal pass thing, and so I was like, yeah. whatever. Um, and I took Haley, my my fourteen year old daughter, and um, I just was like, hey, I'm going to be reviewing this next week with you know this podcast, and do you guys want to go see it? And they said yes, so. Um, we went and I was cackling most of the movie. I thought like there were some subtle, like, you know, humor things that I just thought were so funny. Um, they put us in the smallest theater, <laughs> um, that they had. So I was like, okay, we also it was, it was packed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like there were a bunch of like couples and everything like that. And I was like, nothing like, you know, seeing a rom-com with my brother and my daughter. Um, <laughs> but but I thought it was really funny. I I love the story. I kind of think it's cool when you have, like, the parents who understandably are stressed about a decision their daughter is making. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they try to manipulate things because we parents, like, sincerely do that. Um, <laughs> and I also just kind of liked um, that George Clooney's character, like, the male character was insecure about, like, his relationship with his daughter and like does his opinion actually matter and that kind of thing because typically we see that that's the mom the mom Mm -hmm. is like oh i don't feel like she cares about what i have to say Mm -hmm. and i don't matter to her um so it's kind of cool to see that it was the male character that was insecure this time and i think he did a great job of it yeah Mm -hmm. that's good i had a really like i loved like the whole way it was done i think it was really interesting something that i was thinking about during the movie was like how the daughter like ends up wanting to marry this guy so fast Mm -hmm. and in my head i'm like well like that's that's like what we see what i see a lot like people getting into relationships really fast and like falling in love and like getting married very quickly Mm -hmm. but if you look at like her like parents dynamics in the beginning of the film like well wouldn't she want to find something stable and so i think like that like they like played in like that was just like an interesting thought that they toyed Mm -hmm. with throughout the movie with like a ton of humor um but i thought like it's really fun to see like classic rom-coms back in the theater you have the blooper reel at the end and you Mm -hmm. like have just like jokes that you're laughing along with that aren't like the strongest but they're like fun Mm -hmm. and you're like oh this is like the only other like the last rom-com i remember seeing in theaters that wasn't on netflix was marry me i love marry me (laughs) which i had a fun time with but like trash but like that movie But, like, Uh that, like, was obviously so unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Like, that's never going to happen. Like, if I'm at a concert and Taylor Swift calls me out, like, no. It's like, that's never going to happen. But I feel like this felt, like, super just, like, oh, it's just so nice to see rom-coms back on the screen again. I Well, recently The Lost City came out with JT and um, Channing Tatum. 
And I had that feeling. I was like, mm. <gasps> we finally got a rom-com back. And yeah. then we recently reviewed a movie called Love in the Villa that's on Netflix. And I felt the same thing. I was yeah. like, oh, like lower mm-hmm. budget, like mid budget um, movie that's like rom-com. And there's just like the teeny quirks in between like what they're saying is what I think makes like a really good rom-com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I saw in this movie. It just had the right amount of cheesiness, mm-hmm. yeah. um, the right amount of like, and I also like that it was an older couple. Yeah. I mean, George Clooney yes. and Julia Roberts, like yeah. they're not 20, you know? Yeah. Um, and yes, it centered on their daughter who was probably like 22, 23 Ooh. at the time. Um, and you know, just some of the, de- some of the decisions she was making, but yeah, I felt like it hit all the right points that you want a rom-com to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a good, like, a good job of the acting. And they yeah. did a good job of the set and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I grew up on movies like these. So I, I, my family, we would go to the theaters and we would either see a rom-com or, like, some overly dramatic, also romantic movie, like a Nicholas Sparks kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I, and I would just get drug along. <laughs> Or, like, oddly, because we saw it with my mom. Mm -hmm. We saw this movie with my mom. She was here this weekend. (laughs) And she would also say, like, I would, it was either those two types of movies or, like, a hard R that I was way too young to be going to see. Like, they took me to see We're the Millers. And, <laughs> and like, no. things would happen, and my mom would, like, have a jacket, and she'd throw it over things my head, would and she'd happen. be like, don't look, don't <laughs> look. Things would happen. <laughs> so, things, things like that. And so, I love movies like these, and so they'll, I'll always have a special mm-hmm. place in my heart for those, which is why I like Marry Me as much as I probably do, just because those are the movies I'm used to seeing, yeah. like, from my mm-hmm. childhood. Um, yeah. And I, so, I love this one. I love George Clooney. Uh Julia Roberts, I also like. I'm just not as familiar with her stuff. Like, George Clooney, I would watch those old, terrible Batman movies, you know, that he was in. Yeah. And so, I love George Clooney. I thought this was great. I had genuine laugh-out-loud moments where yeah. I laughed a whole lot more than I was planning on. And and like you, I like you, Emily, I, I loved the fake Bali <laughs> setting. I was um, like, this is beautiful. I'm like, this is amazing. I, my, my mom would lean over to me, and she'd be like, makes you want to go to Bali, right? i say, yeah, we need to go on vacation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mom. Yeah, it does. So, I thought, I thought I it was really good. I put off for tomorrow what you can enjoy today. <laughs> okay, so there was a few. It was funny because it was me, like, sitting in the back row. And then probably four other, like, middle-aged, older ladies, like, like, they all were going on a little matinee movie date together, like a group of girlfriends. And they, <laughs> there was one part where um, their characters, I cannot remember their names. I'm so bad. It's just George Clooney and Julia Roberts. I don't remember their character names. Um, Grace and I, their last name was Cotton. Anyway, but they kiss. They kiss on the top of, like, an overlook in Bali. Yes. And fake Bali. And then the, all the ladies start clapping. They literally start clapping in the movie theater. And really? I'm like, what is happening? It was so cute because all these little ladies were just, like, giggling. And, like, there was nobody else in the theater. I wasn't that pressed about it. But they were, yeah. like, having their little conversations. They were like, oh, my gosh, did you hear me? It was so cute. Because I was like, I'm enjoying the movie, but also these ladies are having a great time and just, like, giggling and having a grand old time. <laughs> Where'd you get? Go. <laughs> I don't know. I think the light just turned off in our, in the closet. 
So, oh, there we go. not a visual there we medium, go. everyone, <laughs> but they just disappeared. Yeah, we just They're disappeared for a minute. We were, like, oh. we were thinking about the kiss oh. in Bali again, and we were just getting yeah. yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> all you could see was a little bit of Alex's glasses, because they were reflecting, like, us. Where are you? Um, no, what's actually one... happening is Ethan's getting his charger, but anyway. I was like, what hap- what's happening? There was this one part, he was saying he's not as familiar with Julia Roberts movies, but I... I used to watch, like, Steel Magnolias and Pretty Woman oh. and, like, all these other movies mm-hmm. that she's been in, Runaway Bride, all of those, and there there used, to, there used to be this really horrible joke slash, like, th- saying about her was, like, because she has such a big smile and, like, she's got, you know, big teeth, a larger mouth, a really beautiful big smile, and people used to, like, make fun of that and say that, like, she had a smile like a horse or she had teeth like a horse. And then in this movie, there was this one part where that um, they were at the engagement party, and one of the little family members was talking about her and complimenting her, and the tr- the translator was like, and he also says, you look like a beautiful horse. And I almost <laughs> lost my mind, because like- I did not get that. That's what they used to talk about her, with her smile uh, and her laugh and everything, because it's so big. They used to like- they yeah. like you know tabloids all that when, yeah, whatever the haters. but the haters they would talk about that and so in the movie he was she was like she he said you're like a beautiful horse and she she goes what and then the translator again was like i'm sure that's not actually what he said and he was like yeah that's that's what he said and she was like yeah okay and then walked away but i yes. thought it was so funny just little subtle yes jabs that way yeah i'm telling you what there was a scene when they're basically playing like beer pong, oh my God. and that was against. I, I laughed until I was in tears. So I was like funny. struggling to breathe. That entire like montage so and funny. like what they did with it, I was like, the, it was one of the funniest movie scenes I have seen in a long time. Yeah. Like that was pure gold. I was laughing so hard. I don't know if anybody around me was laughing. <laughs> like I don't know. I it couldn't so hear anything. Funny. I couldn't see anything. I was like tears streaming down my face. It was so good. I don't remember George Clooney. I've never really seen him in, like, really comedic roles. And that scene, to me, was, like, f- like physical comedy, like, like just yeah. actual comedy for him. And it, to me, I'd never really seen that from him before, but it, it was just so well done. And um, th- I loved that Lily, the daughter, was like, Mom, Dad, stop, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> like, this, like, genuine, like, mm-hmm. child parent moment yeah. of, the, of the parents, like, just having fun and dancing and she's just like oh my gosh i can't be here <laughs> like with her beyonce Haley, Haley looked over at me during that when she said that mom and dad you're embarrassing me and she looked over at me and she was like you <laughs> <laughs> i can picture you busting a move like yeah. i could dance to that i was like i'm taking have notes. a great time mm-hmm. you're right it's taking just, notes yeah. <laughs> it's just funny like how much when you like grow up like now with my parents i'm like if they were in a situation like that like i would be like oh okay whatever like yeah i'm not embarrassed life. anymore by them but, like, yeah. that scene I thought was so fun because, like, you could feel, like, their chemistry, like, in that scene. And then for, like, I think that was kind of, like, the shifting point that kind of, like, changed, I think, their chemistry as characters mm-hmm. together. And it made it, like, okay, like, it kind of meshed their, mm-hmm. like, um, kind of the ending. It, like, just was able to kind of show, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I lost my train of thought. But what I'm saying is, Okay, like, I know where you're going with it yeah. because I can hate on Marry Me with it. Okay, so... <laughs> this... <laughs> so, no. Take It to Paradise did a great job of pacing themselves, like the movie did, of pacing themselves so that you see they hate each other, they cannot be in the same room together, um, they join forces to, like, 
you know, prevent her daughter from getting married. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see some of that or whatever. And then you see this point of the pivot point of, okay, I can see how they could then fall in love at the end, you know, moment of like, if I didn't have that, I, I would not be convinced. Yeah. The reason I did not like Marry Me is because they did not do that well. Um, they did not lead you. It made zero sense. The whole movie made zero sense. And then they do the montage of them, like, doing fun mm-hmm. stuff together towards the end of the movie, yeah. of the movie, which they should have done that way sooner so that you can understand why they enjoyed being around each other in general. And then that could have been the pivot point. It probably should have been, two, you know, a third of the way into the movie, and it ended up being, like, seven-eighths yeah. <laughs> of the way into the movie. Um, whereas this one felt pretty much like half. You got, like, disdain yeah. and then really, really funny scene, yeah. and then they had conflict of what the heck do we do with these feelings yes. for yeah. the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of, like, uh, you know, a couple of movies that Sophie and I have reviewed where... <laughs> There's, like, this ebb and flow. This, like, it's like a taunt of, like, oh, they're having this really cute moment. Ooh, yeah. uh, and then the whole time, I'm personally thinking, like, what do, I, what do I want to happen with these two characters? Because I, like, don't necessarily think that it would be good for them to get fully back together. But also, I, you know, we don't want them butting heads the whole time forever. And so it was kind of, like, I was, as an audience member, was trying to think, like, huh, what would I like to see happen what's happening right now what might that lead to like i'm so used to trying to predict the ending because of all the movies that we do on our podcast but for this one i was like the ending i think personally was vague enough as far as their relationship stood was Mm -hmm. vague enough for me that i was like oh okay that's that's up for interpretation type thing but the whole time it was like this little bit of give and take and this kind of like oh what do i want to happen with them i'm not quite sure and i thought it was done really well yeah it was super enjoyable. Yeah, I had a great time with it. Yeah. There were some parts where I felt, there not necessarily the pacing, but there there came a point about halfway through, where I, I was just like, it felt like it had been longer than an hour or so. Sure. And I was just like, oh my gosh, there's <laughs> yeah. so much left. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I and it was I was entertained. It was just it felt like it drug on a little bit longer than it had to, but at the mm-hmm. same time. I don't know what I would have cut because I felt like all of it was necessary. Yeah. So I don't. Right. I don't know how you solved that problem, but yeah. I, I didn't know. You said you almost fell asleep in it. I no, I was. Just, <laughs> it was just a long day. I was just tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It wasn't a bad movie. It was just tired. <laughs> but like, it was fun because like I think it still kept me entertained because like mm-hmm. even when we got towards like after the uh, like um, night out. And we like now what we do like then her boyfriend comes in proposes that jacks yeah. up the plan and oh she's gosh. like conflicted and so like it gave me a yeah. little bit more interest to be like oh like I really wonder like what if like it were to go this way not the other you know what I mean yeah. so I thought that that was it good to add guessing. in no yeah, yeah tell it, me, it was a funny moment for sure tell me your thoughts because I'm still thinking on the ending of how it went so. It obviously, I mean, we. This isn't a big. I mean, it is a spoiler, but it's not like a movie where, like, oh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> they they stay in Bali, or they decide to stay in Bali at the end of the movie when you know they jump off the boat and freeze frame, sure. all that kind of stuff. And I just thought it was funny as they were sitting there on the boat leaving, talking, and they're like, "Why wait?" kind of stuff. I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." They're like, they'll get back together real quick, and they'll come back. And then they just decide to jump off the boat. And I thought it was so funny, because I was like, oh, that's cute. And then the movie ended, I said, well, you're, you're still going to have to go back and, like, tie up your lives in America. So, like, you will eventually have to, 
Even if you are gonna yeah. move to Bali, you're like, yeah, it kind of. So it, yeah, I must say endings are a pretty big deal for, for us. Me and Emily yeah, because like, <laughs> we want to know, we want to see that the couple is capable of succeeding. <laughs> um, and so with Hallmark movies, when they end, when, like when it ends with them finally getting together, we don't like that's not our favorite. Um, we like a flash forward a lot, sure. you know, where it's like a year later mm-hmm. and you see that they've kind of, you know, whatever. So I had that feeling of like, you're an architect. What are you doing? Yeah. Like you're an art buyer person. Like yeah. what the, <laughs> what no. are you doing? So yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. It obviously in the moment I was like, oh my gosh, yay! They're gonna stay and they're gonna maybe try and rekindle, mm-hmm. or you know, they had made some progress up until that point, but it wasn't resolved, so we didn't really know what was gonna happen. But again, I kind of liked that. And then when they freeze framed off the boat. Of course, part of me, my brain was like, well, you guys certainly have the money to stay there for a while. Like, they're both very well-off characters. Like, it's reasonable to believe that they could make that happen and just, like, stay in Mm -hmm. Bali for a while. And I I thought it was sweet. The relationship between them and their daughter, I think, was sweet because, I don't know, like... To me, I didn't see that she was, like, super jaded by the fact that they were always butting Mm -hmm. heads, but she just kind of understood how her parents were. Mm -hmm. But she was still, like, trying to live her own life, not, not, like, in spite of how her parents were, but I think she was genuinely just like, no, this is where I belong, and I'm making this decision for me, blah, blah, blah. But So, Mm -hmm. like, even with all of their headbutting, I felt like their relationship with the daughter was, like, pretty solid, other than the fact Mm -hmm. that they tried to, you know manipulate her whole wedding from not happening but i i love the little moment at the very end when like she's saying goodbye to them and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like this sweet like you know father daughter mother daughter moment and like their new son-in-law and all this stuff and so when they jumped off the boat i'm like party in bali like oh everybody gets to hang out together again (laughs) yeah well and you have to think too they were there for four days yeah or something like that it was like very little time So, yeah, maybe it was they just extended it to, like, a two-week vacation so they could actually get time together. Yeah, Mm -hmm. instead of trying to sabotage a whole wedding. So (laughs) I wish I could do that. I wish I could be like, this place is paradise. I want to stay I'm going to stay here for a little bit. I know. The dream, for sure. And I'm sure, like, for them, too, they're like, oh, this is where we rekindled our love for each other again and, like, let go of differences. Let's Mm -hmm. stay here and not leave. So there's that, like, excitement, too. The bubble. Well, what if if that leaves it open enough that they want to make a second movie? Because they could totally do a second one where they do like a uh, renewal of the vows, but there's trouble in paradise with Lily and <laughs> trouble in paradise. Vows yeah. are on the line. They yeah. <laughs> and they are like struggling because you know, oh, he wa- he actually wants to leave the island, but she doesn't, and oh. yeah. I, I got <laughs> like Mamma Mia vibes from this too like the younger daughter yeah the younger daughter wants to marry you know they live on this beautiful island and it's the idea in mama mia is like they're too young to get married it's too fast and then it kind of like gave me those ideas as well but i i liked that lily and i forgot her (laughs) i literally just saw it and i forgot her husband's name um good day good day they um (laughs) good day mate they (laughs) we never remember names either on our podcast they had, their relationship, I for how quick it was, it seemed like it was really solid, and they had a few moments where like I love, they, I love G'day yeah. because he was not an idiot and no. he totally saw through her parents. The that was time. my favorite yes. part. That, I was like, oh, I love, I loved this. it. I love yeah. when he and, sees like, it. They had a little argument and stuff, but obviously, like they, they like had a solid relationship. And I thought the wedding ceremony part where he was like, we, 
we can't do this because it's not the right circumstance. Like, we need your blessing to, to mm-hmm. her mom and dad. Otherwise, like, this just can't happen today. And, like, family was such a big thing with him. Such a huge family. And I liked that contrast between, like, how close and big their family was to, like, how how much her parents, like, hated each mm-hmm. other. And it was just so different. And it's, like, you can see that she, like, she felt she belonged there probably, too, because of how beautiful it was. And, like, also mm-hmm. the, the family aspect of all of it, too. Mm-hmm. A Ticket to Paradise, the musical. <laughs> I, I would watch it. Two oh, tickets know. to paradise. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I, I was oh, thinking of that time. song, too, when we, um, the when we went there from, yeah, <laughs> from the office. But yeah, it never once entered my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I kept, it was stuck Sad. in my head. It was so funny. I, um, I kept getting it confused, though, with, like, A Perfect Getaway. The, that mm-hmm. movie title kept popping yeah. into my head. And I was like, nope, not the same movie. Not yeah. the same movie at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. I wish I was in Bali right now. Me too. Always. Or mm. Australia. Or, yeah, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I have friends who are in Australia right now. They, they're they performers on a cruise ship, and they're oh. in Australia. I'm like, fine. So, yeah. Wow. Casual. Wow. <laughs> so exciting. Well, thank you guys for coming on. This was so much Thanks fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Of course. Thanks for having us, guys. We loved this. And we're going to have um, you guys on to ours soon. So yes. we'll do Cannot some fun crossovers. Wait. Yes, because we'll it's the best time of year shift. for you guys coming up. Truly. It's I the most. We just um, recorded time. our first Christmas, two two Christmas episodes this week, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are Christmas movie, like, crazy right Sophie now. Sophie watched oh, five Christmas movies this weekend. How? Five. I, I make it <laughs> through Halloween. Like November first, I will start cracking out the Christmas. But that that'll be the first thing we talk well, about when you when we have you guys on. Is like, okay, so when do you decorate for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Write that down. It's be before you know it, I'm so excited. It's true. It's so excited. Two yeah. months. I know. It's time from today. No, literally. Yeah. For, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. October 25th. Two months from today. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> wow. Perfect timing. Perfect. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll see you guys on the next episode of I Watch That. Oh.